Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right. How are we? Not too bad, thank you. Very, very good, thank you. Oh. Very good. Uh, might be fair to say a little tipsy. Right. <laughs> and why, why might that be? Well, I've been pre-gaming through our last episode. Yeah, it's not because, really pre-gaming, it's just Because what are we doing? Yeah. We're back, to back to back. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Exactly so I had a wee is what I've done <laughs> since the last episode. What about oh. you, Swanee? I wet my whistle. Which isn't a way. That's <laughs> not a euphemism. <laughs> no. So you got a drink because you were nil by mouth in the last episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I probably would have spat it out. So it's probably safety, oh. health and safety would have appreciated the fact that I didn't have anything to choke on because it was a bit, bit full on for anyone who's just listened to that last episode of ours. It was indeed. Oh. All right. So who are we? I'm Schmitty. I'm Swanee. And I'm Clarky. And together we are. Trial by wine. <laughs> what was that gruff voice? I was Wiggers? just, uh, yeah, I was just uh, channeling my inner wiggers. Can anyway. we? Dro- I know enough. We park that now. I don't wish to <laughs> to do anything more with that. Okay. All right. Nice All right. clean line, please. Right. I'm okay. I'm right. disturbed enough. Draw a line under it. I will yeah. do my best. Thank- but I- Thank- Thank I can't you. Promise. Some of us are a little on edge. My best is bad. <laughs> <laughs> at, at I've best. noticed. <laughs> I have noticed. So, what are yeah. we drinking? We're having a, a sneaky little Dalzotto Riesling. Delicious. Yes, which is very, very nice. It's got nice. Um, it's nice you? and fresh. Yeah, they do have. They rebranded a couple of years back, and they've got these really lovely, beautiful labels, florally fruity kind of deliciousness labels. Do we need to? Um, come up with a little drink plan for a certain hen's night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do. We do. Yes. We some cocktails. Oh, yes. nice. <laughs> it's cocktails on the dick. I mean, co- cocktails on, on the, the dick. dick. <laughs> Are you going to oil the dick first? It's better than deck tails on the cock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you are wicked. None of the naughty hens. <laughs> what Cut are you two out. drinking? Swanee, what are you on? Oh, uh, just a... Coke Zero. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so predictable. I know it's such a bore. I'm sorry. Yet again. That's all right. Tony is drinking a Delatite Pinot Green, which is Ooh, very, nice. very delicious. And whilst I abstained in the last episode, I'm having a chutney. Welcome uh, back. Mango chutney. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. back. <laughs> yep. Oh, welcome back. On back the mango. Who's right. got a story? I think well, it might be not me. Given uh, where we're all at, I'm on holidays this week, so I've got plenty of time to myself. I'd like to uh, indulge you with a back-to-back if I can. Oh, I oh please do. Back-to-back. Was that <laughs> I'm back fucker? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. So I, I promise I won't talk about the last episode again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like to, I like to spoon. <laughs> oh, I like to spoon. Moving on. Right. As you know, I like I've got sweaty palms. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm having a nervous... <laughs> Honestly. It's, oh, it's, it's wiggers coming up the stairs. Stop oh, it, the do- stop oh, it. 
Arthur will look after you. It's all right. It's it's fine. It's, it's big Tracy. As long as it's right. bloody April. Uh, April, yeah, yeah. They can sense vampires, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank gosh she hasn't got a headphones Especially on. lesbian ones. It's like a fucking circus here today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you Buffy. No. Buffy the vampire slayer. <laughs> It's Arthur Van Helsing. He's yeah. uh, a vampire slayer, yeah. So, as you know, uh, Stuart and I like to travel and uh, later this year we've got a cruise coming up and it's our first cruise. We've always been a little bit anti-cruise. I'm it's not, not sure. what I heard. I'm you not... don't even like Tom. Nah, before Oprah, he was fine. <laughs> um, but, but now, oh, no, matron. So we're going on a cruise. And so whilst we've been planning this cruise you know you obviously look at the ship and you look at you know all of the amazing things that this ship has got and it's got so so much it's like a little city and then of course you look at where you're going to go and what you're going to do and all of that and then of course because I do this podcast I look at cruise ship crimes Mm. and so today I'm just going to give you an overview of cruise ship crimes so that you can appreciate what has now become my latest terror. So, <laughs> I've done two cruises. I'm still alive. Yeah, well. Three. Have you have you done this research? I've, I Is it that prevalent? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not that prevalent, but when it happens, it's freaking horrific. Oh, so, God. I know, right? God. I've got no idea where you're going to go with this, which what, I quite what could like. Go, what could go wrong with well, like short of three, tossing three and a half thousand people having limit? Oh, sorry, unlimited <laughs> alcohol, alcohol. Good point. Being confined to the same spaces, you know, in open water. Nothing. It sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Why didn't I research this before I booked that cruise? You guys will be turning up like on full alert, yeah. <laughs> ready yeah, for it. You're No, you just won't befriend anyone. That's the secret. If you don't make any new friends, you'll be fine. I feel and like we're taking twelve of our friends. Oh, oh yeah, there well, you go. True. Safe. It does yeah, feel like yeah. an episode. Is it going to feel like an episode of um, the Love Boat? Wasn't ever really about murder, was it? I was thinking more no, maybe. I'm not aware of anyone being murdered on the Love, love Boat. <laughs> I know, but it feels like it might. Be an episode of something well so i'm I'm not going to go into detail i've got already two stories that i'm going to do later that are Mm -hmm. in-depth stories (laughs) you're going to become like a specialist reporter like Uh, known globally for his in-depth research into cruise cruise crime cruise crime (laughs) oh that's like that song freeze frame do do, 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 yeah, Adam. That's the new jingle. Cruise, I can't try well, and say was, um, cruise crime with Clarky. Cruise crime with Clarky. Gosh, oh. fuck! What was so hard for me? I'm going to say everyone here. It started well. I know. I do apologise. I've decided that with this week, I'm going to try to maximise the humour and minimise the crime, so you won't get a lot of detail on crimes, but hopefully. With the company of you chicks, we'll get some good, good humour. They're going to take some license. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully, you know, it is a true crime comedy podcast. There is definitely true crime. On the comedy, but yeah, yeah, hopefully heavy yeah. on the comedy. So, <laughs> so first up, I'll tell you my sources, and I'll tell you the articles because you know I may have done a bit of plagiarism here. 
but the first one is <laughs> 43 significant cruise ship crime statistics from brandongale.com, and Gale is spelled G-A-I-L-L-E. Uh, the other one is Dangerous Waters, Crimes on Cruise Ships from Hain Online blog, and then Messed Up Things That Actually Happened on Cruise Ships from grunge.com. And let me tell you, there still are still no lad Bible. things that happen. There's still no lad Bible. Oh. I think that I perhaps don't understand just how big the market for cruising is globally. I, I have this feeling that in America it's just off the charts. So in terms of the numbers of people going on cruises, the size of the ships and stuff like that, it's it's massive, isn't it? Because I know when COVID came through, it sort of ground it to a halt and it'll be starting back up again, but it's a massive industry. I just... Yeah, here's proof that we don't preempt these podcasts because I literally read through that today when I was researching and yeah. have since forgot. But America constitutes something like 52% of the cruising population. Wow, that's massive. It's grown... I don't know, significantly like 30-odd percent from 2000 to, oh, sorry, 2020 to 2021, but that doesn't mean anything because I think it dropped by about 95% because <laughs> through COVID. So, yeah. But, yeah, like there's huge, huge numbers and the anticipated growth is humongous as well. So it's big now and they reckon yeah. it's just going to get massive. So Isn't that interesting. Because I've I've seen a ship, we were in Bermuda, and it, it was just a simple trip. I think it only went from New York to Bermuda and maybe even back again. I don't even think that it went on down to, like, the Caribbean or anything. It was absolutely the biggest ship I've ever seen in my life. It was so big. Well, anyway, that's kind of it's, without any context. Yeah, it was like 12 or 14 stories door, or yeah. more. Yeah, I've yeah. got and photos of Alex next to it. It's like unbelievable. Roller coasters hanging off yeah. the edges of yeah. the... Yeah, so the, that, the, one yeah. the one we're going on has got five... Years. Five water slides, a rope course. You're going on a carnival. Sixteen levels. No, we're not going on a carnival. It's a Norwegian breakaway. It's called. Right. It's something like 139 meters long and holds. Wow. I don't know. Five thousand people, or yeah. is it three nine? Three I don't nine know. People, I'm maybe. Vague on the details, but anyway, yeah, it's huge, huge. We're going on the celebrity. I can't remember. The, the SS Minnow. No, no, it's are they, yeah, like, are, are they a smaller right boat? Can you hear a tale, a tale of a fateful ship? It might be smaller trip. than that one, but the celebrities are pretty big. So the one that I saw in Bermuda, I don't think we've, I don't think I've ever seen a boat that big in Australia. I mean, it was, it was a Who, city. It was is Bermuda in the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. There is yeah, so no way island. I'd get on a cruise <laughs> going to the Bermuda we, Triangle. We didn't it's cruise. There. We I'm there. sure it's worse if you take a plane. Well, so I wouldn't get a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah we did. Tempting fate, and you're worried about slagging off wiggers. No, but I think Norwegian and celebrity and Royal Caribbean and all of those, they're all much of a muchness. Well, they're not, but they're all big ships. Back to the yeah, point. so this one was redone in 2020. Like, So it's got, you know, casinos and you get a free meal package, but then there's a specialty meal package and then there's other restaurants and there's bars everywhere and yeah, it's just got everything. Same as celebrity. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't find the rape dungeon when I went looking for it. So I think, <laughs> oh, I haven't I think found that either. <laughs> oh, we'll find it. Don't you worry. <laughs> Let me tell you first up a little bit about the laws for cruise ships. You may not know this, or you may know this, but cruise ships are subject to the laws of the country they are flagged under, and that country is responsible for regulating the ship. Hang on. So. Is flagging where your ship is licensed or registered versus registered. when you go into different waters, you change your flag, don't you? Yeah, so it's where your ship is registered. 
Yes. And you can, as a ship owner, choose where you register your ship. So you don't, it doesn't have to be the place you live in. It's usually a tax haven. (laughs) A place. And so, yeah, if, if you think that you're running a business as you are on a cruise ship, then you'll often choose a country that has, you know, lower taxes yep. and less, less stringent safety regulations and labour laws. So, yeah, the practice of choosing to fly the flag of a more business-friendly, for want ah. of a better term, uh, country is known as flying a flag of convenience. Ah. And that is generally what most cruise ships do. Can't remember if I'm going to tell you this later, so I'll tell it to you now, but I think there was something like three cruise ships in North America that were flying a flag for Hawaii. Otherwise, oh. they were all international. Yeah. So it's, it's really, really common. Further to that, and this is American, so, you know, bear with me, cruise ships are only required to report serious crimes, including homicide, so any suspicious death. I don't know who chooses whether it's suspicious or not, but I'm assuming it's not any one of any pr- policing professional. Just a cabin boy. Yeah, correct. That's a bit sus. Is it suspicious? No, that happens all the time. (laughs) Old person (laughs) picks it, yep. Yep. So they have to report an an assault that results with a bodily injury or a sexual assault. Any money theft above $10,000 is also supposed to be reported. (laughs) So if someone steals $9,000 from you, they don't have to report it. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Outside guys. of these crimes. Good to know, guys. Wink, wink. You can be like those people in Dirty Dancing, like the old couple who walk around grabbing people's hands. <laughs> they've forgotten what they're called. Do you know who I'm talking about? I've got their names. Oh, yes, I do yes. know. Baby blames the Schumachers for stealing the wallets because when the old broad dropped her purse. Baby. Schumacher. No one puts baby in a corner. That was very under. That was not what I was expecting. Outside of these crimes, a little bit like this podcast, the cruise ship company can resolve the case internally without saying another word. Needless to say, there are thousands of victims of cruise ship crime that will never see justice served. Mm. Good place to work if you're a crim, really. Oh, 100%, Mm. right? So I've got some stats from 2017. So since 2011, more than 950 crimes have been reported to the FBI by cruise ship lines, but only 31 (laughs) of those crimes were reported publicly. The so rate like of, they were tip-offs or something. What's the difference between reported publicly and reported to the FBI? Well, I'm guessing that they were reported to the FBI but weren't necessarily nothing was to done. The police so they didn't or, get yeah, to right, the, yeah. they didn't get to the point where they went any further than that. Yeah. The rate of alleged rapes whilst on a cruise ship is nine per every one hundred thousand people, whilst the FBI reports twenty-seven point one alleged incidents per hundred thousand people in the general population. So less. Way less. So like a third. So that's because most of the people on cruise ships are average age of seventy-three. <laughs> is that because is that because there are less rapists, or is that because there are more people saying go for it? I think it, yeah, it could be to Smitty's point that there's a whole lot of. Um, elderly people on cruises who clearly aren't sexual deviants haven't heard of any of that it could well, be nine in a hundred thousand yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right that's... <laughs> it, it could be that everyone's going for it and they wake up in the morning and don't know because they had so many freaking drinks it could be that they're not reported they start drinking at nine in the morning at 100 percent could be that they're not reported it could mm. be that when they are reported they're not treated seriously mm. yeah it could be a whole lot of reasons so f- Swanee, you were talking about a cruise ship being a good place to work if you're a criminal. Yeah. So 14% of cruise ship companies don't conduct any criminal background checks on their employees before hiring them. Yep. 
So international waters, flying the flag of convenience, not very good policing. If if you were to think of a cruise ship as a floating hotel, what would be the statistic, comparable statistic in hotels? Would we say all international hotels conduct background checks on staff? Uh, Do you know what I mean? You know, like, so we're saying, oh, that's bad, but is that bad? Is that... Oh, no, so, so I wouldn't say that the background check is significant except to the point that Swanee was making that... If the laws are that blurred, yeah. it's a very good place to work if you're a criminal. So you would kind of go, all right, this is a shit show waiting to happen. Let's make sure that we're checking our people. We're doing our due yeah, diligence. It seems the, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it seems the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. So, I mean, 14% is, you know, not, not that many. No. But, but it's enough to have... Incidents and, happen. To create a very good opportunity if you are a criminal. So if you're listening, apply now. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I'm, I was just going through my own head saying, is it too late to pull out of this cruise? <laughs> know, right? What the hell? You say that now. Mm. But wait. <laughs> Hold that thought. But wait. By the time you guys get on the boat, you'll be terrified. Oh, be like honestly, we've got boats. a balcony room. I wish we hadn't have now. <laughs> so have we. I'm going on the 12th of March. Will you stop <gasps> carrying on? So in 2013... <laughs> The four primary North American cruise companies reported a total of 78 crimes nationwide. It includes 19 alleged sexual assaults and 29 alleged rapes. Six cruise lines in 2011 reported on their websites 102 crimes, including five deaths, 34 rapes, 29 sexual assaults, 17 assaults, 13 thefts of more than $10,000, and four people overboard. And not in a That's not comic a and sexy way no. like the Goldie Horn film Overboard. I'm not sure. It, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's what's reported, correct? So there could be so more that's people what's, overboard? That's, yeah, bucket load yeah that's yeah. what's yeah, reported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's from six cruise lines in 2011. So in a year, six cruise lines reported. Lost that. four, so yeah, okay. 102 crimes. So I don't know how many, what percentage that is of passengers, but it's it's slim, right, that the number yeah. of crimes per person going on the cruises is tiny, but the way that they then play out is terrible. So they're supposed to offer you sun fun and enough drinking to give you a coronary-inducing bill, except that we've got the whole prepaid package. Oh, always get the Which will just give me package. a freaking horrendous hangover every day. Most of the time, they're a great way to spend your hard-earned vacation days, but sometimes seriously messed up things happen on board. Some won't just ruin your trip, They'll ruin your chances of sleeping for the next year, at least. Oh, there you go, Wiggers. <laughs> so, and this is by Deborah Kelly. So, um, I'm I'm literally plagiarizing Deborah Kelly, who did messed up things that actually happened on cruise ships. Uh huh. So, the first thing I'm going to tell you about messed up things that happened is lots of cocaine smuggling. Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with trying to make a quick buck. And if you can combine it with the vacation, more power <laughs> to you. But please keep it legal. These are Deborah's words. I do like them. In 2016, three Canadians hailing from Quebec set off on a two-month luxury cruise, spending more than you did buying your last car. They had plenty of cash to spend on Instagram photos, and we know where it came from. And I don't know if you recall this, but when the cruise ship hit port in Australia, border protection was waiting with sniffer dogs 
at the ready. Dude, they'd yeah. been tracking the ship for a while, and it was from what I recall, it was like a three country or four country operation where they were working. They found two hundred and nine pounds of cocaine worth an estimated twenty two million. It was the biggest pile of drugs Australian authorities had ever gotten off a cruise ship. What do you read into that? That they don't get it. They don't catch them very. They don't often. go very. They don't look in cruise ships. They're too busy filming border for border control. <laughs> or they've got drugs off cruise ships before. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there the could be one. just yeah. yeah, yeah. So there could be loads of it. Hang on, I'm just going to wet my whistle to quote Carl. <laughs> but I'd like you to say it with your squeal. Watch my whistle, Alan. Alan Shiel. I'm just I'm just going to wet my whistle. Aphids, lace, lace bugs, bugs, even caterpillars. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely one of the uh, speech impediment day voices that we used to do. Welcome to Foxtel's World of Entertainment. <laughs> this is all. You didn't really do that. You've said it before. 100%. But- yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Always. You said it the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we used to go, welcome to Foxtel's World of Entertainment. This is Paul. So I'm just going to take you through a couple of crimes that have happened only in a very brief overview so I don't get too uh, sucked into Shallow the Shallow dive, pardon the pun. <laughs> in the shallow. In 2017, CBS News reported on a bizarre death that happened on an Alaskan cruise. Kenneth and Christy Manzanares were on an anniversary cruise when her body was found in a blood-covered cabin alongside her equally blood-covered husband. When authorities asked what had happened, Kenneth's response was simply... Oh, he was alive. You say, survey said, yeah, he was alive, she was dead. He said vampiric menstrual blood went wrong. Oh, (laughs) no. Yes. No? No? Well, that's not what he said, but I can understand why you would think that. Swanee, what do you think he said? I don't know. I know I I was supposed to. Um, Blood (laughs) nose. She had a blood nose. I, I, I... I don't know. So let me get this right. There's, she's covered in blood, dead on, and he's they've walked in and yeah. he's covered in blood. Yeah. And they, and he says. The authorities said what's happened know. and his response was simply. I killed her? I don't know. No. Bloody hell. Um, no, he said she would not stop laughing at me. <gasps> oh. And I, and I can't, oh, oh, oh. I can't so believe I didn't come up with that. Her. Oh, my God. So according oh to friends. Oh, my God, the other night. Sorry. The other night you woke up no, with, with a dead person next to you. Tony and I have got a rule where we don't, um, you know, pass wind in front of each other, and he accidentally did. What? And I laughed and laughed and laughed, particularly because he was so shocked. He was like, oh, oh, sorry, like this. And I was laughing and laughing. He could have bludgeoned me to death for laughing at him. Lucky we don't have the same relationship. I know, right? Well, I love that's your rule, though, because we do, and I don't know if it works with Siri, but hang on, I'm going to try it. This is what we do all the time. Hey, Siri, what's farts noise? Oh, she's shit. Silent, silent, but silent. You do do it with Google. No, you do it with Google, and Google goes, this is a fart. (laughs) (laughs) And then we giggle. Hang on, I'll try it now. Okay. Hey, Google, what's farts noise? This is a fart. <laughs> Could you hear it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a fart. <laughs> and, and she's then, all the way in the kitchen. The, the fart's noise often differs. 
Anyway, well, we don't. We try not to do that in front of each other. It's like this line, but he accidentally one just popped out the other day, and I laughed and laughed. And luckily, he didn't. Lucky murder you me. didn't wake Blood up dead. dead. Yeah, he didn't murder yeah. me. God. Did he well, imagine love. her to death? No. Oh. Um, according to Kenneth Manzanares, though Tony, you would have been quite fine for doing that. <laughs> so, a- according to friends and family, there was absolutely no signs of anything wrong in the outwardly happy marriage, even in hindsight. They checked all the boxes, three kids, high school sweethearts, married for 20 years and loved by friends, family and neighbours alike. One neighbour even called them the perfect American family. Mm. Red flag. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the next one, of course, you get excited when you're going on a cruise, Schmitty, as Mm. you can understand. And then you've got to think about where all the food is stored. Oh, the, no, you're going to ruin the food. Where, the, where oh. the sewage goes yeah. and the potential for illness. The environmental impact is another thing happy cruisers probably don't think twice about. Although I think um, yeah, now that we're into yeah. our fourth year of COVID almost, we all know that they're just a, what do they call it? Um, a Petri dish. Petri dish. That's exactly what I was thinking. Just, but they know. always have been. You know, in <laughs> yeah, the past you've course. had people who go on them and they used to get from the orange juice. Everyone got the shits. Yeah, and they'd, they'd go. They'd go to Sydney, and they'd have to basically quarantine in the harbour because everyone would have the shits, salmonella, or shits, yeah. or yeah, what you know, oh it wasn't God. good. So <laughs> the, the fact that you guys are all four of you guys are going on is <laughs> not lost on me. <laughs> you don't drink the orange juice; you just have the pina coladas, and that's all you have. That's one of the reasons that we wouldn't go on them normally because we just know that they're just an absolute shit show. Well, uh, no pun intended, but I've got to say when we went on the celebrity solstice in Sydney, it was a bit delayed because they were spraying every inch of it because they'd had a salmonella outbreak or I keep wanting to say gonorrhea. It's not the word I'm looking for. Oh, <laughs> Maybe it is. What sort of cruise was it you were going on? Are you tired of the drip, like... drip, drip of gonorrhea? <laughs> Maybe it was like a... I don't know. There was something that they, there was on board this ship. It was a food-related, you know, tummy bug thing. And they literally e. sprayed, yeah, yeah, they literally sprayed every inch of this thing before they allow anyone on. We actually, so- we were eating in a restaurant, let's become our little habit, uh, before before boarding the ship. We were astonished at how thorough they were. They were dosing the shit out of the place, weren't no, they? No, intended. <laughs> literally. <Yeah. laughs> dosing the shit. I guess that was the problem that they didn't do before. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> They should just push flush at the end of the cruise. Sorry, so you guys were at a restaurant off the boat watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in Circular Circular Quay watching them clean the boat. And then when we got on it, they were like, yes, we have had this. So they weren't pretending they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time you went into any food area, you had to sanitise your hands, et cetera, and when you left as well. And they wouldn't allow you to take any food out of the food area. And this is pre-COVID, right? This is pre-COVID, yeah. So that was, but that was a celebrity. But then I've been on a couple of P and O's, and not so tight. Anything goes. Anything goes. Oh God! As some of our best decoders. That was fun. That was fun, but I fortunately they were only three days, both of them. Otherwise, you know, things could have got a bit hairy. So tell us about where the food and the sewage goes, Clark. So well, so in 2016, Princess Cruise Lines was hit with a massive 40 million dollar fine after one of its ships was busted venting oily waste directly into the ocean. 
That's disgusting. It had been happening since 2005, so for 11 years. And to give you an idea of the sheer scale of this environmental atrocity, The Guardian said a single incident discharges around 4,227 gallons of mucky waste products. I don't even want to know what mucky waste products are. Oh, I can tell you. It's black water tank stuff. Yeah. It's everything that goes down the toilet with some enzyme stuff to break it down so that it actually is sludgier. Yeah. I feel like it's got leftover cooking oil and stuff. It's got in everything it well. in it. Oh, there's just no boundaries. So tell me, with, on these boats as well, the I hadn't really thought about this, with all the laundry and stuff that they do, all of that, everything that gets kept on the boat it should once do. it's being used. It should And do. then they, they will get to a port and then it that's when it should be. Out. Yeah. It should be pumped out into a sewer. Princess were doing, we're just doing it directly into the sea whilst they're out and about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so the extent they went to in order to cover their tracks is a a good mix of infuriating and brilliant. Did there used to be a poo line out near Bondi though, Carla? Yeah. Yeah, I I remember. Yeah. yeah, I remember the. When you say used to, are you talking about in the last 10 years or like, because there is always, there's always been that poo line. Twenty years ago, at least, there are when, outlet, when I was living there, there are but outlets in every coast. I remember, yeah, my, I remember hearing on the radio what the fecal count was, and that's I used, right. Yeah, yeah. They like they shut... one is too high Sewage. for me. I'm not going in that dirty Out. bay. Sewage Out. outlets. Yeah. I'm that, sure that, that you they, know they shut the beach because if it's coming back mi- into shore, yeah. if the there fecal go, count is too high, the Bondi yes. Ocean Outfall Sewer is a heritage-listed sewerage infrastructure at Blair Street. That was on your side, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. Heritage-listed. Heri- I was just thinking, shit. what? Oh, <laughs> can't get rid of it then. Fuck. <laughs> now I want a heritage overlay on it. We only want the old shit, thanks. <laughs> My God. <laughs> the, line, the sewer line commences at the intersection of Oxford Street and College Street in Darlinghurst and then travels in a more or less easterly direction for 6.1 k's. Through a number of suburbs until it reaches Blair Street in North Bondi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was built, and I think it was used until eighty nine. Uh, is there? So tell me, is it? It's not operating anymore. No, I don't think so. Is is there a campaign to bring it back to operation, like they would do with Puffing Billy or something like that? Because it's, it's heritage, heritage listed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I do remember when we were there, which is ninety nine, Carla. Yeah. On the radio, they would talk about the fecal count in yeah, the bay. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And it would be, you know, what's an acceptable fecal count level? And I would say none. Yeah. Because they were out there. They weren't just kids having a poop while they were swimming. I'm confused. <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> Don't reaction, mind me. Um, <laughs> I couldn't get all the way back in. I just had to let it out. You know, I had it coming. I had it coming. About- <laughs> I had it coming all along. Are you talking about feces? Not yes, feces. I'm talking about poo. You said fetal. No, I didn't. Fecal. I fecal. Put your listening ears I on, love, Gaylord. I love that you've said fetal. <laughs> They've got a fetal count in the yeah, ocean. that's right. Yeah, well, they probably did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There's fucking babies everywhere. <laughs> Stop it. It's like, it's like when all of the it. fish spawn. Oh, oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. After fooling all the monitoring systems into thinking everything on board was totally cool, crews would use something they called a magic pipe. To dump the pollution. According to, <laughs> a, 
What, they're going to smoke it? According to the LA Times, the problem was Get discovered the magic pipe out. on one ship. <laughs> <laughs> I smell the magic pipe. Release the magic pipe. <laughs> Releasing the magic pipe, Captain. Turn up the ventilation shaft. Magic pipe is adrift. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> According to the LA Times, the problem was discovered on one ship by a new hire engineer who quit and reported the violations. What's with the magic fucking magic pipe? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's I've the problem? What a load of old shit. They, they, said, <laughs> they, they said, mate, you want to go and have a go at the magic pipe? He goes, fuck yeah, I'll bring my lighter. <laughs> <laughs> this is not uh, what I had in mind. World's well shittest magic pipe. <laughs> Uh, So further investigation showed four princess ships were guilty of similar offences. As we all know, have you you seen the Titanic? Yes. Yes. So so you know how the captain stays on board right till the end? Goes down with the ship. So it's fair to say that the kind of the responsibility of the captain is to make sure that all his passengers are off the ship safely. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this one, but yeah, go Well, on. are you thinking Concordia? Costa Concordia, yeah. 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 The Italian bloke. It's yeah. A, it's not. Okay. But this is exactly what I was thinking it was because Captain Janus Avranus was apparently not in class. Janus to... Avranus. Janus Avranus. What? Yeah. Janus oh. Avranus. Janus Avranus, surely. Oh. It's got a Y. It... Oh, it's not a J. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, Giannis of Rannis, it is Giannis, then. Giannis. <laughs> so way back in the good old days of 1991, the um, Baltimore Sun reported on what should have been a pretty straightforward sinking of the Greek luxury liner Oceanus. The ship sank off South Africa and all passengers were, and crew were ultimately rescued. Among the first off was Captain Avranis <laughs> and some of his fellow officers leaving everyone oh. else to spend the night on the storm-drenched sinking oh. ship. I think I've heard of that. I've heard of some other captain doing it. Yeah, well, yeah so one. Yeah, yeah, Captain yeah. Con- Costas Concordia was the one that sunk in the Mediterranean. Right, and he people died in that. Day. Yeah, that, that was yeah, very bad. That was, that was really bad. Yeah, this one's yeah. not so bad. One passenger said we were so angry with the ship's captain we wanted to stone him. And honestly, that's pretty understandable. <laughs> what they needed was the magic pipe. The magic yeah. pipe. Get him stoned. Oh, God. Blow, don't suck. <laughs> oh! Spit, don't swallow. Oh. Well, the captain later told the New York Times he had simply been coordinating the rescue from the safety of a helicopter. Of course he had. (laughs) 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 As if. That's not going to hold water. Uh, That's what he said about his ship. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. No one left behind was buying that. He tried to go back, he said, but everyone told him not to. Still on the ship and largely Everyone responsible. Everyone being the rest of his crew on the helicopter with him. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 don't go back there. <laughs> so still on the ship and largely responsible for coordinating the rescue of hundreds of people with a cabin crew, a group cabin of cooks boys, yep. and Robin, Robin Boltman who stepped up into command. He was, the, was- ship, he was the ship's comedian. 
I was going to say entertainer. Let's see if she's entertainer. <laughs> oh, my God. The next one is, oh, my God. I actually did a bit more reading on this because it was, yeah, you, you could, I could have done a full story on this, but I won't. Um, but so, so obviously after the Titanic, you know how there was not enough lifeboats on the Titanic to yeah. save everyone? Yeah. There was a whole um, overhaul done of the requirements for, for things like lifeboats. But also they let them go out half empty. So they didn't yeah, yeah, them. correct. Because yeah, yeah. exactly then you had right. the, the levels. The levels. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, they went and did all of this, put all of these new safety regulations in place, which then resulted in one of the worst maritime disasters in American history. It happened on the SS Eastland, a Great Lakes cruise ship originally designed to carry 500 people and six lifeboats. After the change in legislation, that was raised to 11 lifeboats, 37 life rafts and life jackets for each one of the 2,570 passengers that could be on board. Did they get rid of passengers to make space for all these things? Well, I I actually went and Googled to go, was that a typo? Should it have been 5,000 people or whatever it was? But I couldn't find what the capacity was. Beforehand. Other than the 500. So I don't know whether they... How did that go up? Yeah. I think it was, uh, what what I did see was something about the fact that it was a transport vessel, so it could have had other things on it other than passengers, right. but it also could have had more passengers. And so, therefore, because there could be so many passengers, they had to then change all of the safety equipment to accommodate that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so they've gone from six lifeboats to 11 lifeboats, 37 life rafts and life jackets. And, of course, all of that has to be stored somewhere on the ship. It's just under your seat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your life jacket will fall from the roof. <laughs> and the exits are here, here and here. So, as Deborah, whose words I'm using, as we've already discussed, mm. says, if you're paying even the slightest bit of attention in physics class, <laughs> you can probably guess how top-heavy the, the extra weight made the ship and what happened next. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't paying the slightest bit of attention in physics class. <laughs> and and that, that doesn't altogether make fun. sense because they just take on water to change the centre of gravity, ballast. So, only only if yes. they take on water, Tony. Yeah. No, so no, no. Deliberately flipped. take on water flipped. in the ballast tank. Yeah, no, only only if they do that. What right. Deborah is trying to tell us is they didn't do that and it flips. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we're going to get to that. We're all fucked up. So on, on July 24, 1915, the SS Eastland was supposed to set sail with all that extra equipment and around 3,000 passengers. The Eastland was loaded with working-class families hoping to enjoy a rare afternoon of free time, young singles hoping to mingle, and a ton of kids. They started boarding at 7 a.m., and at 7.23, the Eastland rolled over. Well, if you have a ton oh. of children, that's a big weight of children. It is a lot of children. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how many children it would take. To be a ton, but that's a lot a of children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's shocking. Rolled over sh- or flipped right over? Rolled on its side. The, sh- the Chicago, yeah, so let me get to that. I'll read this and then if I don't tell you, I'll tell you because I read it. Okay. The Chicago Herald reported the surface of the river was black with struggling, crying, frightened, drowning humanity. Oh, God. Sounds like a little bit of a They all, they all survived. It, yeah, no, it, it does sound didn't. like, yeah. Even though thousands joined in the rescue efforts, 844 people died. Apart from them. And most... (laughs) Oh! 
<laughs> Sorry, and, and just most... in case they all survived. And I go, I don't yeah, think no, they that's did. Why I and then he goes, apart from those. I missed the apart from those. Yeah, yeah, well done. 840, yeah. Chime in with the comedy whenever you like, Tony. Also, most of the victims were under 25 years old. The last to be identified was seven-year-old Willie... Novotny. He lay unclaimed for such a long time because his parents and nine-year-old sister had died also alongside drowned. him. Yeah, terrible. Back to the point of did it did it just roll straight over? It didn't. It rolled over to about forty-five degrees and then rolled back oh. and then went over. And Tony, they hadn't accounted for the extra weight by putting extra ballast in. So this is nineteen fifteen. Yeah. Oh, so, wow! This is. Like three years after, yeah, correct. Not long after the Titanic. So, do you remember um, when this was in the news? (laughs) You (laughs) I wasn't born for four years after that. How very dare you, (laughs) Mr. Bloody Second World War, as well. Next story because this is a whole lot of weird things that happened on cruise ships on December the 27th. 2016, passengers aboard the Carnival Ecstasy saw what had been a surreal sight. According to news... What year was it? Sorry, uh, 2016? Uh, 2016. Yeah, sorry. December yep, 27th. Yep, yeah, sorry, so yep, let's yep. go on a bit of a Christmas cruise. Yeah. According to News Corp Australia, Matt Davis and his family were heading to dinner when they saw the closed doors of one of the ship's elevators, brace yourselves, suddenly drenched with a cascade of blood. Oh, oh, yuck. Davis started filming and caught the entire thing on his phone. Who would film? Who, what's you the, can f- how is that the first thing you think to do? You can find video, but we. That's not. This is, this, is, this is Deborah's words, we, but I'm also going to say we as in trial by wine. Don't, don't recommend, recommend it. it. Mm. A 66-year-old electrician named Jose... Sandoval Opazo had been doing some routine elevator maintenance when the elevator started to move and <gasps> crushed him against the shaft oh, walls. Oh, God. The Sun Sentinel reported one passenger, Shota Tanaka, was on another elevator when it stopped amid sounds of crunching metal. The doors opened partway and blood started pouring over the entrance. There were no indications it was deliberate and since the ship was in international waters at the time... The U.S. Occupational Safety and Health Administration declined to investigate. Shocking. Next story. I'm happy to move on from that one. Oh yeah, yeah, My, yeah. yeah. Could have left, could have left that one out, but yeah, go on. Too yeah, sweet, g- given, too that sweet. given that we're going for a bit more comedy and a I little thought, yeah, less serious, heavy on the comedy. Oh, moving and then right we along. Crushed a man to death in an elevator shaft. Yeah, <laughs> oh, great. Uh, would you go on a on a trip aboard something named the cruise liner from hell? For the right price. For the right price. For the right price. You can have a discount. I'm sure people here would it for the right price, the right buffet. Warm, that's for sure. And just to remind the customers, the buffet is the the all you can eat buffet is an offer and not a challenge. I'm going to be running around on the cruise saying that at all the all you can eat buffets. Oh, you can't eat it all. I tell you what, though, enjoy the breakfast and the food up front because after I don't know how long yours is, ours is eleven days, but I did notice that like all the nice things that you enjoy for the first five days run out and go then, stale. No, they just run out. So get get flushed down the magic pipe. <laughs> Your magic pipe. Well, they yeah. everything ends up in the magic pipe at the oh, end of the day. Gosh, yeah. pipe. where are you guys cruising to New Zealand? Yes. Yep. Us, yep. yeah, yeah, we're going around New, New Zealand, yeah. And what about you, Pat? Do you know where you're, or you do know, 
Ida we're Duke we're Mediterranean. Oh, Mediterranean. cool. They're going super posh. I haven't, haven't done that since earlier last, or since earlier yeah, last yeah. year. So. The cruise line from hell is what the Independent called the Akil Loro after a hijacking and brutal murder. The Akil Loro already had a list of awful accidents under her belt, <laughs> including fires, explosions, collisions, and more fires. Jesus. When hundreds of happy holidaying passengers boarded her en route to Israel's port Ashdod. This was 1985, so it hadn't gone viral. The ship was hijacked by four terrorists from Palestine Liberation oh. Front. And time pointed out the family at the centre of it all was the Klinghoffers. The Klinghoffers sound. <laughs> I don't know why he's laughing. I don't know. It's a little bit Star Wars. I mean, Star Trek. Star Trek. I think that sounds like Not something. Klingons. There's yeah, Klinghoffers right. on the starboard bow. Starboard bow. Starboard bow. Klinghoffers on the starboard bow. Get them off. Kill them off, Jim. <laughs> They were Americans on a cruise celebrating Marilyn Klinghoffer's 59th birthday with her and her wheelchair-bound husband, Leon. Leon was the man the terrorists chose to make an example of, shooting him, then throwing his body and wheelchair overboard. Oh, God. Easy target. All of a sudden, Easy target. We've all of a sudden gone light on the Why would we comedy. pick on him? What? Well, because he's easy target. He's wheels. Told you. Wheels. So the, the ordeal con- continued... The killing polarised the rest of the world, even Palestinian sympathisers against the terrorists. There's a whole bunch of stories told about what happened, why it happened, and why they really want and what they really wanted. But we know no country would allow the ship to dock, and negotiations to free the passengers were eventually successful. Marilyn Klinghoffer would die from cancer the next year, and the Aquila Loro oh. sank off the Somali coast after yet another fire, which was basically just <laughs> a matter of time. <laughs> See, it makes you want to know what that name means. I don't means, know why I would it? know that. I've never heard that story, but I know the name Aquila Loro. I don't know why I know that. Are you, are you getting it confused with the Albavarden from um, <laughs> no. Lethal Weapon 2? No, too? I'm not. <laughs> I He's the dickhead now, eh? I'm now going to tell you a, a very brief story of um, Amy Lynn Bradley. And this is another one that if you delve into, it's there's a lot behind it. She went missing off Royal Caribbean's Rhapsody of the Seas Rhapsody on the 24th of March, mm. 1998. Oh. And the mystery yep. surrounding her disappearance and what might have happened after is still unsolved. According to her family, they realised she was missing at 6am. The previous night had been spent partying with the ship's band and her father said she knew she returned to the... Sorry, the father... Her father said he knew she returned to the cabin and was there around 5.30. They went on to say she'd been getting an odd amount of attention from the ship's crew and the crew's refusal to keep the ship at sea until she was found made the family think she was targeted for sex slavery. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, no. She had a butterfly tattoo or something as well, didn't she? She had a... Yeah, uh, a tat made well, her. Yeah, so, yeah, she yeah. Had, so she had um, tattoos that were distinctive, and and if you go into it, I, mm. I won't. But, oh my you know, god! But, but so there was literally a point where the family was saying, "Please don't let anyone off get off the yep. ship until we can do this." And they said no, and they let a whole lot of people get off before. So no one really knows what happened on board the ship, but some evidence has turned up that suggests Bradley's parents may have been right. In 1999, a Navy man came forward saying he'd seen a woman in a brothel who claimed to be Amy Bradley. She'd asked him for help, saying she wasn't allowed to leave. And in 2005, a group fighting for the victims of sex traffickers found what appeared to be 
a grainy picture of Bradley posing on a bed in her underwear. Oh, God. There's the comedy for you. I know, Jesus. right? Jesus. Mm. You keep an eye on Schmitty for me. No one's selling me into sex slavery. Don't worry. I don't think there's a market. The baroness is gone. My, I don't think there's a market for my special kind of. You, you, you oh, say yeah. that now, Schmitty, but you wait and see. You'll be the hottest, youngest one on there. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's yeah. awful. Isn't anyway, it? So, oh god, that's really upsetting. Yeah. So, so CNN reported the Bradley dreadful, family yeah. was completely stonewalled in its inquiries oh. into Amy's disappearance. The family and the FBI were continuing to offer award money for information on her whereabouts as late as early 2017. You know, I did, I did do a bit of reading, and I can't remember if it was this story that I'm thinking of, but there was something along the lines of the FBI offered twenty-five thousand dollars for information. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Now I'll tell you the story of Larry and Christy Hammer. You'd like to think a cruise line would be held accountable if something terrible happened to you or your loved ones, especially if it was definitely their fault. The Hammer family found out the hard way. The law says they might not have to. Larry and Christy Hammer were on vacation in the Peruvian Amazon in 2016. They were given a power strip by a crew member which short-circuited and started a fire that spread through their cabin which was decidedly not fire resistant. Mm. There was no firefighting equipment nearby, no fire alarm sounded, only half the emergency rescue team helped out and they didn't have the proper training anyway. Christy was alive when they pulled her out of the cabin and the delay in the rescue likely had something to do with her death. Sounds like it couldn't be more straightforward and you'd think the Hammers children would be getting some major payout, right? But... Unfortunately, they get a whole lot of nothing because the Hammers were retirees. And according to the Death on the High Seas Act of 1920, cruise lines only have to pay families if the dead were responsible for earning money and supporting the family. That means children and retirees don't count. The only thing they were offered was a refund for the cost of the trip, but the Hammers' daughters sent the cheque back. It's good you're still working. Mm. I know, right? <laughs> don't, very don't, wise. Note to self. <laughs> note to self. Always say you're still working when you go on a cruise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so now we've we've talked about lifeguards in previous podcasts. <laughs> and Do a great job. So cruise ship law is weird, and it lets cruise ships <laughs> cruise uh, ship get away with a lot weird. of. It lets the cruise lines get away with a lot of things other companies couldn't. Things like having pools and hot tub, t- hot tubs, but not employing lifeguards. Oh God! There's stories of kids who have died in cruise ship pools, including a ten-year-old girl and a four-year-old boy who drowned in Norwegian cruise lines pools. An eight-year-old boy nearly drowned in a Royal Caribbean or Caribbean pool and later died in a New York hospital. Uh, and after the drowning death of six-year-old Quentin Hunter, the family started a hardcore push to force cruise ships to have on-duty lifeguards. Their fight dragged on for a shocking four years. Ridiculous. Mm. And it wasn't until 2013 that uh, Royal Caribbean and Disney all announced they'd hire lifeguards for their pools. All right, so now we're going to play a little game. Oh. So I'm going to tell you some funny stories that have happened on cruise ships. Mm. And you're going to have to guess if when we go on our cruise ship, 
<laughs> it this will is, happen. This is, this is going to be <laughs> happening to Clarky, Stu, <laughs> or friends. Okay. All right. So there's five stories, mm-hmm. and so you can you can pick. There's no rules on who, so you can pick me the whole time. You can pick Stu the whole time. You can pick others the whole time, but you've got to work out who. The, fi- the first one is on our final night on Carnival Magic. Sorry, this is from a, an article where people had to send in their funniest cruise stories. Okay. So um, hence I'm talking in the third person. So on our final night on Carnival Magic, my sister-in-law walked right into a column. It was probably about 18 to 24 inches in diameter, so it didn't come out of nowhere. We looked back when we heard the smack of her face plant and crash and shatter of her glass of beer from Red Frog Pub. She was okay and we had a good laugh. We even have it on video. It's priceless. I still giggle just thinking about it. Friends. What's the name of your friend who falls on her face all the time? Is she going? Stacey. Is Stacey going with you? Because that's definitely a Stacey. Stacey falls out of pubs. You know, Stacey's not... But, but it's a it's a good call. Very good call. Stace would totally do that. that yeah. Is that the one that cracked her head on the That's fireplace? That's the girl who fell on the hearth of the fireplace and we thought she died and she just bounced back oh. up and she was fine. There's plenty of stories about uh, Stace. Stacey, so good, yeah. Good call. Good call. Swan, are you happy to go with that or would you like to have any other? No, that's fine. That one's fine. Okay, so the next one is on the Oasis, learning how to do the flow rider. I was on my tummy doing pretty good just staying on until I fell off. I stood up and my entire bathing suit was off. <laughs> I was standing up naked and all I could do was laugh. Thank goodness the guy running and it came over with the board to cover me up, sort of, until I could find my swimsuit. Oh, God, that'd be awful. Oh, I've got a suggestion, but I'm going to have to edit it out. This one's for you, Swanee. Oh, my God, with these. When his stick came out of the um, out of his bathers. <laughs> was it good? Was it good about that? Yes, yeah. No, no, no. Look at the boys. Oh, no, no, no. No, gumnut baby. Who's, remember? That's why I call him budgie oh, scum. No, it wasn't. Gumnut baby. Tyler, gumnut baby. Yeah, gumnut yeah, yeah. baby. <gasps> I'd forgotten about that. Absolutely, I've forgotten about that. So, who do you think that would be, Swanee? Yeah, little dingling. I don't know. I can imagine. <laughs> who do you think that would be? Do you have a big giggle? I can imagine. Stu oh, Stu, have giggle. you got a big giggle? No, I can imagine. <laughs> it's him. not a euphemism. <laughs> Would you have a giggle if your bathers come off and was like, I don't know? Oh, Would I have a giggle. I don't care. Yes, he'd laugh. I'm not. I don't have the options for these pair. Or or others. But or other friends. than your friends, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. Oh. I've only got you to compare to work she with. She doesn't really. know your friends. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so so. So you sorry, Stu. If you oh, don't if think it's, it's not either, either yeah, them, so, it's and friends. Yeah, them, right. it's our friends. And friends, yeah. But, yeah, so Swanee, I think, is going you, darling. Oh, you're me. Well, because you'll have to have a pair of pants that could come off quite easily, so you'd have to have a little pair of budgie smugglers to start with, no board oh, shorts. okay, I'll buy some. Yeah. Little, yeah. Schmidt, are you happy with that? Yeah, yeah, I'll take Okay. Yeah, sure. So, I'll go with Stuart. Next one. Yep. We were on the Oasis sailing with another couple and we were looking for them in the solarium. We saw the woman lying out in the sun on a lounger, <laughs> so my husband snuck up and stuck his finger in her ear. Oh, <laughs> thank God it was her ear. Her ear, it was her <laughs> Yeah, and, and she didn't have a hearing aid and he didn't push it all the way into her canal. The, the problem was it wasn't their friend. Obviously. It just looked yeah. like her, so it was very embarrassing when she jumped up and started talking fast and loud in a different language. Paul, totally. 
That is uh, such a clarky yeah, thing to maybe. do. Only you make sure it's uh, nice and wet yeah. before you oh, start. If I was going to do that, um... <laughs> a wet whistle. Yeah. Wet Willy, yeah. yeah. Wet Willy, that's it. Sorry, I've already got that But also, I don't even find that funny because that would happen to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Just another day right. in the life, yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think you're right. All right, so um, next one. New to cruising last year, I stood on my balcony as the Carnival Valor was leaving the port in the Bahamas thinking these have to be the friendliest people in the whole world <laughs> because they were waving very strongly as we were departing. I was waving just as strongly back with a big smile on my face. I didn't realise there were passengers that had missed the onboard timeline. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Stuart. That is Stuart. Drowning, not winding. That is totally Stuart. Yeah, hi. Say later, fuckers. (laughs) We miss you too. (laughs) (laughs) You're sure ready. And then the last one that I've got for you is... My aunt forgot her room key on the Enchantment of the Seas, so the room attendant, Judy, asked what her cabin number was. And so my aunt showed her the card. Which is really the room key. Yeah. (laughs) And and Judy proceeded to unlock the cabin for her with the master key. All the while, neither of them realising my aunt was holding the key in her card, the the key card her whole time. That's tiny. That's tiny. (laughs) <laughs> no, that well, could, hang on a minute. No, it could. No, no, it could be. It yeah, could be. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> We've all had that moment where you're looking for your sunglasses and they're on your head. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, no, right. but I. But if somebody said the word key and it was a flat rectangular thing, I'd say. You wouldn't say it. It's not a key. <laughs> yeah, because you look for the shape. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, no, oh, that yeah. makes sense. It's a bloody credit like, card, you idiots. Yeah, if I search, if she says this is in the fridge or this is in the cupboard, if it isn't exactly like the... the what do the, they give you on the, cruise ships these days uh, to manage who you are and, you know, what you're accessing? Is it like you're at Disneyland? A lanyard. You get a lanyard and a card and okay. the, the card is... What? I've been on... Is it a picture of you? No, I'm just thinking, God, if I've got to fucking wear a lanyard on a cruise all the time... Yeah, because you do because... I'm over it already. No, 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 no. You do because your drinks package is associated with your lanyard. Everything you pay for... I I just want to be able to go like that. No, you can't do it by biometrics. Put Put it in your shirt. Jedi mind trick. In your shirt, right, or you can get a lame crystal encrusted one. And wear oh. it with pride. As a brooch. <laughs> Why can't I just get a scanner on my iWatch and go, me, me, mundane? I don't know that you're cruise ready, Clarky. I'm, con- I'm concerned. I've told you I've never wanted to do this. And I'm, gonna say, I'm not sure that this exercise is going to propel you forward in your journey towards But this is why I'm sharing it with you because 100% <laughs> I'm, I've made the wrong decision. You will have a good yes. time. Yes, the free drinks and the, all the food were fun. It's not fun, free. You pay for them, don't you worry. No, I've already paid for them by the That's time I get right. there. That's but right. But the point is also I go, there's so much to do on this cruise, but I've got to go and see sites as well. So I can't no, you do. don't. No, you don't. The sites are overrated. You know, <laughs> well, pyramids, all that sites. sort of shit. Yeah, but... <laughs> Idiots oh, like you, <laughs> because idiots like you go and see the sights and then there's no one at the pool and you can actually enjoy the pool. You take but over so the boat. But so that's yeah. exactly where my head's going now. I've paid all this money to go cruising around the Mediterranean and I can just stay on the ship and get trashed. 
the ship is its own destination as well. That's what's amazing about them. Don't you scoff, Swanee? I did. <laughs> they were straight with their marketing collateral. I'll tell important. you why it why it's They put so on much. They invest so much in them. I know. So I understand you don't that. Have of course. Of course. So, yeah. I know. It'd be better for the environment if they didn't fucking use all that yeah, petrol but going never, around. Never mind. We're talking I about agree. enjoyment, it's not the environment. Say, but no, I right. tend to agree that they <laughs> are an environmental disaster. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, if, if, they, if they have a magic pipe, they are. <laughs> and be aware that you do need to take some extra cash to tip them. Oh, well, no. if it's international borders, what currency? Whatever, Euros. Whatever I'm going to take Euros, Vietnamese Euros. dong. Dong. Well, while you're, you're going to play someone with that. You like you like some dong, sweetheart? <laughs> oh, my God. You right. like my dong? I got so much dong for you. <laughs> All right. On that note, what oh. a great episode. Oh. I am going to call it um, because I'm not sure we're getting any sense out of the dong man over there. Uh, so... <laughs> That was a nice shallow dive, no pun intended, into cruising. Cruising. And um, I look forward to the deeper dives mm -hmm, uh, that we're going to have in the future because apparently it's cruising month. It's cruising month. It's cruising month. Good one. Thank you for that, Clarky. Can you come up with um, a promotion, Schmitty, so you can have a, you know how we used to have. The is the destination. And, and <laughs> can we use that shit song by Huey Lewis and Gwyneth Paltrow? I love it when you're We're cruising, cruising together. together. Yeah, it's terrible. Cruising is made for love. One of the lyrics is, I love it when I love it, I love it. <laughs> oh. You're very familiar with the lyrics. You've got mm. them ready to go. Your recall's good. Yeah, yeah. He's like you with I'm all pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Music. oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not pretty good at that. But we need all some right. merch as well. All right, music, Rain Man. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> 246 matches. I was going to say, it's improved from Dong Man, which she called you Dong Man. Yeah, <laughs> Dong Man, Rain Man. Cruise Man. All right. Excellent show. What was I supposed to cruise? Cruise chat. Cruise chat with Clarky. <laughs> cruise crime. Cruise crime with Clarky. Cruise crime with Clarky. Where the yeah. ship is the destination. <laughs> Your last destination. For the fourth time. <laughs> and as we say every week, miss you already. Ciao. 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 Can't wait to see you on the oceans. Cruising. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, trial by wine, or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com, to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com. Mm -hmm.